Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Hello everyone, what's up? I always, always hope that you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. I definitely have. I'm not going to go into all the details. I bet you're getting sick of that by now. But I always like to focus on celebration. So please take a second uh, to just think about something that you're grateful for for the last week, something that went really well uh, or something that you're proud of, a sign of which that you are progressing, just something positive in your life. It's always something there, but it's just a matter of what we choose to focus on. So I'll encourage you to just take a couple of seconds and, and focus on something that you've got to celebrate in your life right now. Other than that, uh, I'm going to dive into today's episode. But before I do so, I wanted to tell you all guys uh, that we are hiring. So this team is growing and we're looking for someone to help out with, with social media. How old you are, it doesn't really matter. What does matter, though, is that you have some kind of knowledge in the equestrian sport. You don't have to be an expert in any any kind of way. Everything you'll need to know, uh, you're going to be taught in this job. Um, what's important is that you're communicative, though, that you're positive or that you at least strive to become positive. It's going to be a minimum of eight hours per week. It might become a little bit more. It depends a little bit. Uh, if you're interested, make sure you drop me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. You'll find both my Instagram handle and my email address in the show notes. So looking forward to hearing from you. If this is the very first episode that you're listening to, make sure you press the follow button in whatever player that you are using. That way you won't miss out on any of my future episodes. And if you've taken any value at all whatsoever from those episodes in the past, what would be really, really nice of you if, is if you would go in and give this podcast a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. What you do is that you go to show, you scroll all the way down to the bottom and you click on the stars there. And if you would have some time, it would be really nice if you would also drop a comment in there so we know what you like about this podcast, what are some things that we can improve going forward. Thank you so, so much. Now, with all that out of the way, I'm going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode today is that I hear a lot of people say that they're not where they want to be because of X, Y, Z. There's always some kind of reason as to why they're not where they want to be. Those can be things like, I'm not talented enough. I don't have enough money. I have kids and therefore I can't blah, 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 blah. My work takes too much of my time and therefore I don't have enough time for my horses or I don't have this and I don't have that. I have this particular disease and therefore, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that. And and I don't mean to sound, you know, unrespectful in any kind of way. Um, I do understand it can be tough if you have some kind of disease here. Um, and, and, you know, some of you might be a bit called out now and you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, Jocelyn, you know, I do have this disease or, or I do have kids and you don't um, and you have no idea what it's like. And and sure, I don't I have no idea what you're going through and I have no idea exactly what your situation is. But my job is to make sure that you achieve your goals. And I know that as long as you keep on using those things as reasons as to why you're not where you want to be, guess what? You're never going to get there. 
no matter what your reasons are, where you're not where you want to be, no matter what your situation is, I can assure you that there's someone that has been in the exact same situation that you are now and that has made it work. It's just a matter of perspective, whether you choose to view those reasons as to why you can succeed or if you choose to view them as reasons as to why you will succeed, which actually leads me to the very first point I wanted to be talking about today. And that is a fixed versus a growth mindset, a fixed or a victim mindset, as I, as I sometimes like to call it. So when you have a fixed or a victim mindset, you believe that everything is happening to you. You have this victim mentality thinking like there's someone out there who's, who's, who's you know trying to screw you over. Everything happens to you. You're blaming others or you're blaming circumstances. You're making excuses. You believe that things are like they are and that there's nothing that you can do about it. And, and whenever you feel frustrated, you just give up. You don't pull through. You just give up and be like, okay, it's not for me. I can't do anything about it. So I have this circumstance or I have this disease or I have kids. Like there's nothing I can do about it. It's just the way it is. And you accept the way it is and you, you don't work through it. You don't, you don't try to go out and find a solution. Now, let's talk about the growth mindset then. This is the other mindset. So, so in, when you have this mindset, when you're like, you believe that things happen for you so that everything happens for a reason, whatever you come across, whatever challenge that comes in your way, there's a reason for it. You're supposed to grow from it. You believe that all challenges help you grow and you're always in search for a solution or a way to make it work. You believe that you're in control of each and every situation and how your life plays out. So whatever your situation you're put in, you always ask yourself, how can I use this to grow? How am I supposed to grow from this? What am I supposed to learn from this? And I actually have this this story about two, two twin brothers um, with an alcoholic father. So this first brother, he was also an alcoholic. And he got the question, look, why are you an alcoholic? Well, because my father was an alcoholic. That's the way he answered. Like, yeah, look, I'm an alcoholic because my father was an alcoholic. Now, the second brother, he ended up being really, really successful. He had like a nice home, a nice family, a nice career. And, and he got the same question. So look, how, how come you were so successful? Because my father was an alcoholic. He replied the exact same thing. The difference between those two brothers was that one of them chose to use the fact that his, his dad was an alcoholic as an excuse, a reason as to why he couldn't become successful. He had a fixed or like a victim mindset. He saw this as an excuse. He saw this as a reason to not become successful. Whether this other brother... He used this sort of as, as, as fuel for his fire. He saw it as a challenge. He saw it as an opportunity to grow, to improve, to become better. He got a growth mindset. And you might be thinking now, okay, look, Justin, that's just a story. Yeah, sure, it is just a story. But it has been proven that people with a growth mindset are way more successful than people with a fixed mindset. So at the end of the day, I leave it up to you to decide what you want to have, what kind of mindset that you want to have. I just know that if you want to be successful, I can only tell you facts and figures that if you have a growth mindset, you're going to be way more successful. So if you're serious about being so successful in life, if you're serious about achieving your goals, then I would advise you to start developing more of a growth mindset. So first question I got for you here, actually, do you have a fixed or a growth mindset? What do you think you have right now? Is it like sometimes a fixed, sometimes a growth mindset? It depends a little bit on the situation. A lot of the time, this is not black and white, right? 
Uh, what, what would you say like throughout the day like is it like a 50 50 is it 60 40 like what percentage what's what's the split here where you you're, you're thinking from a growth mindset point of view or a fixed mindset point of view and what's one thing you can do to develop more of a growth mindset so if you're saying now you have you have a 60 percent growth mindset 60 percent of the time you're thinking from a growth mindset point of view okay well how can you take that to 70 percent What's one thing you can do to, to develop more of, of this growth mindset? How can you think, feel, and act differently in order to show up to so, as someone with a growth mindset? What is one reason you have been using as an excuse up until this point that you will now start using as a reason to succeed? Remember those two, two, two brothers. Look, they, they, it was exactly the same circumstance. One just choose to see it as an excuse and one chooses to see it as a reason to succeed. So it's up to you. Remember, everything happens for a reason. It all happens for you if you choose to view it that way. Now, the second point that I want to go into today is focus on what's in your control. The only way to change your life and your writing is to focus on the things that you are in control of. So I just mentioned with a growth mindset, you believe that you are in control of the situation and how your life plays out. So often we waste our time on things that we simply can't control. We allow ourselves to get frustrated of things that we can't control. Things like the weather, someone else did this or that, someone else didn't do this or that. Things in the past, things that we can't change anymore because they already happened. So focusing on those kind of things, they're not going to make your life any better. Not your life, not your writing, not your job, not you know anything in your life. As long as you focus on what's in the past and things you can't control, you're not going to be able to improve anything. So stop focusing on what you can't control and focus on the things that you can control. And I want to give you guys an example here just to make it a bit more tangible. That It's not all like theory and telling you what to do. But I want to give you an actual example of a competition here or an event that you're going to. So just to you know, start listing up things that you can't control here. So things like what the weather is, where in the class that you are going to be starting, what, what your start number is. In case there is an eventing competition, in which order the disciplines are going to take place. If there's dressage first and jumping, then cross country, or if the cross country is before the jumping... Which other people that are in your class? So, so which other competitors are in your particular class? And whether there are like big scary marketing boards next to the dressage arena, whether there is like a water mat in the, in the show jumping track, like those are all things that you can't control. But still, how often don't we focus on those things and complain about those things and use them as reasons as to why you won't be successful in this event? I hear so many times people are like, yeah, well, you know, my horse is feeling great and I've done great training, but there's a water mat in the show jumping. So, you know, it's not going to work out. If you tell yourself that already before you, you're getting on your horse, like honestly, how do you think that's going to play out? And also you're giving away your power. You can't control it. There's nothing you can do about it. So let's talk about some things that you actually can control. So for example, you can bring rain clothes. <laughs> Say it's a rainy day. Make sure you bring clothes and you can, you, can, you can cope with it. Make a plan for the day. So you can't always you know, control where you're starting, all those kind of things, but you can make a plan for the day. Find someone to come with you to the show to help you out. If you have to be starting like number five and you first have to walk the track, okay, that can get really stressful, but find someone to come with you then. 
I'm sure, you know, if you really put your effort to it, you can always find someone that can come along. And even if you can't, find someone on the competition, talk to someone, ask someone if they can hold your horse for five minutes while you're, while you're walking the course. It's about taking control here. Focus on the things that you can control. Set performance goals rather than result goals. So a lot of the time we set result goals, like I want to be third or I want to have this particular mark or I want to be above 70%. Often I've heard dressage riders say, yeah, I want to be like above 70%. Guess what? This is not always in your control because it matters like which judge you're going to get. But he thinks about your riding, what he thinks about your horse. There's no exact science here. So if, if you set yourself goals like this, you're actually focusing on things that you can't control. And, and to get back to like performance goals, actually, when we're talking about performance goals, performance goals are things that are how you're doing in comparison to, to past performances. So it's not about how, where you end up in, in, in um, comparison to other people. It's not whether you're third or you're first or you're last. It's just a matter of how you did this time, how you performed this, this time in, in comparison to early performances. So this is in your control, right? It's nothing to do with other people. So a couple of questions for you here. Are you focusing on the things that are inside or outside of your control? When you're going to a show or when other challenges that you're faced with in your life, what is in your control and what isn't? Make a list of them. Make a list of things that are not within your control. Make a list of things that are within your control. Throw away that list of things that you can't control and focus on the list of things that you can control. There's this quote, actually, from Steve Maraboli that incredible change happen in your life when you decide to take control of what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. I'm going to say that again. Incredible change happen in your life when you decide to take control over what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. Something to think about. You're giving away your power when you focus on things that you can't control. So if you really want to take your life and ride into the next level, if you really want to see improvement, start focusing on the things that are within your control. And just going to go to the, to the third point here. So I talked already about like things that happened like before the event or what you can do before the event, what's in your control before the event. But this is also this like this also goes for like after the event. So a lot of the time we're externalizing. So after we had an event or something happened, a lot of time we're externalizing. So we're blaming other people or circumstances or horses or things that happened. So there's that distinction to be made here between internal attributions and external attributions. Internal, I, by the way, attributions, for those who don't, you who don't know what attributions are, attributions are how you reply. Those are like the, the reasons you get, give as to why it was like it was. So if someone is, is, is asking you like, what did it, how did it go? Those things that you answer as a reply to that questions. So when we're talking about internal ones, internal attributions, those are things that you can influence. They are within your control. So things like your current ability, the effort that you put in, those are things that are within your control. If we talk about then external ones, these are yeah obviously things that you can't control. There can be like things like the difficulty of the task. For example, if there's a water mat lying in your show jumping test, if someone put like a, a triple combination in there, the difficulty of the task, how 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 difficult someone decided to make this 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 test of yours today. Bad luck. 
bad luck is a, or luck in any kind of way, but like in particular bad luck. So those are external things. You can't influence it. It's 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 it's, it's without your control, right? And what I would you know really encourage you to do is to is to focus on the internal ones because when you focus on the external ones, you're giving away your power. I've said this so many times already in this episode, but it's, I, I really want you to like tick it into your head. You're giving away your power. When you're doing like external attributions, you might feel good about yourself in the moment. And, and there's certainly a time and place for that. You know, if you're really down and maybe, you know, for your ego and just, you know, get yourself a little bit over the, the, the water surface, it could be good to, you know, focus on those things. There's certainly a time and place for that. But from an improvement point of view, they're useless because they're not going to help you become any better. You're going to feel frustrated as if there's nothing you can do about it, as if things are just happening and, and there's no way that you can actually progress or improve or do better in your next round. And that can be pretty demotivating. If you, if you go like the three shows in a row and every time there's happening something, you always have bad luck. How, why would you be motivated to go to the fourth show? Because there's nothing you can do about it. So, so, so you're very likely to have the exact same experience again. And if that's not a really nice experience, why would you even go there? And I'm going to take an, another example here to just to make this, this again, to make this a little bit more tangible for yourself. So, so I actually was riding, you know, the second round of Cyclus last weekend. And I'm not going to go into all the details because I have a complete episode coming out of this. But I'm just going to take a really quick example for you here, guys. So when I was riding towards the first fence, like two strides out, uh, Queen kicked backwards, which caused, you know, the distance of these fans to, you know, not come out whatsoever. Like, like she got a really awkward jump over this fence and she got a little bit scared and she sort of backing, started backing off a bit too much. Um, so, yeah, not to go into all details, but it wasn't a great round. So, you know, I could have said that, you know, it's, it's because the horse kicked, kicked backwards and that's that. Hopefully she doesn't do that next time. I could, have, I could have stopped with that and be like, all right, let's cross our fingers. Let's hope for luck. Let's hope that she doesn't, you know, kick backwards two strides out before the first fence next time. But that's an external attribution. There's nothing I can do about that. What I could do, though, is start to go into, you know, the reason what, why she did it. What, what caused it? Why did she kick? Is it because I had certain spurs on that she didn't lie that she was kicking towards the spurs? Is it because I put too much pressure when I was riding towards that, that first fence that I, like, I had a little bit too much pressure and that I closed her off maybe a little bit too much that if she felt like boxed in and that she was like reacting against that? Is it because I'm allowing her to do this also when I'm, when I'm out galloping in a forest? So she, she does this sometimes when I'm out riding and I'm galloping and, and then she does this and then I'm allowing her to do it. Maybe I could have made a circle. So, so you know, when I, I noticed you kicked backwards, I could have made a circle, right? Guys, these are all things that are within my control. This is something I can do about. Instead of just accepting that she kicked backwards and that's the way it is and it might happen in the future, it might not, I can actually take control of this, start to investigate what I can do. And I put the emphasis on I here, what's within my control, what I can do to ensure this doesn't happen in the future. So... Next time you're going to a show, if someone asks you, how did it go? What are you going to answer? Are you going to, to focus on external attributions, things that you can't control? Or are you going to start focusing on things that you can control? Something that I actually always ask my, my clients after, after shows, I was like, okay, what was the result? Is it according to your definition of success? Is it what you wanted to happen? What caused it? What did you do to create this result? And again, the emphasis here on you. What caused this result and what did you do to create this result? 
And then, you know, taking this a step forward, what are one to three things you can do leading up to your next event or, or during your next event to ensure that you perform better next time? It's all about what you can do. All right. So just to summarize this episode real quickly for you. So first of all, I talked about a fixed versus a growth mindset. So stop coming up with reasons as to why you can't succeed and start coming up with reasons as to why you will succeed. The second point, focus on what's in your control. The only way to change your life, to change your writing is to focus on the things that you are in control of. And stop externalizing. Whenever you're reflecting over an experience that you had, make sure you make internal attributions. Take back your power. Take control over your future. Take control over your future performance, the experiences that you will have, how you will, how you will act in those situations. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it with someone, with a friend, someone on social media, just share it, make sure you tag me in it. That way I can also reshare this to my story. This podcast grows with the means that you guys share it. So there's nothing else. There's no like marketing or anything. But if you share, you know, if you think this is valuable, please go ahead and share it with other writers so that they can also benefit from this. And also before I forget, as I mentioned in the beginning, we are hiring. I'm looking for someone to strengthen our team. Age doesn't really matter. What's, what's important, though, is that you're communicative, that you're positive, that you can find yourself working with social media and that you have some kind of knowledge uh, in the equestrian sport. There's going to be a minimum of eight hours a week. It could possibly become more. It depends. I'm not going to give you too much detail. If you're interested, please go ahead and send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. All the details are in the show notes. And if you're doubting now and you feel like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, it sounds interesting, but I'm not quite sure. Come on, step out of your comfort zone. When you're stepping out of your comfort zone, that's how you're going to grow. So, you know, it's not to say that, you know, we're going to hire or we're not going to hire you. Just send me a message and, you know, you never know what that can lead to. Even if it doesn't lead to this job, we can just connect. You know, there can be a wonderful things coming out of that. So please go ahead and send me a message if this is something that sounds like something for you. And other than that, as always, I'm going to close this episode off with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you all on the next episode. Bye.